0: Attention fans, this is the Devils Devil's State State of Mind Mind Podcast, Podcast. brought to you by the Hockey hockey Podcast podcast Network. Now here's here's your host, host, Neil Neil Villapiano. Devils Hockey is officially back. What is going on, Devils fans? My name is Neil Piano, and welcome to the first episode of season five of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sports Wire Radio. The best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils and also this is the first ever episode here on YouTube as well. That is right. The devil state of mind podcast now is in video form. So along with wherever you listen to the devil state of mind podcast on any podcast form, you can now check out the video version as well over on the devil state of mind podcast YouTube channel. Just search devil state of mind podcast and you will find it. Make sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. So you don't miss any new episodes that I put out here. I'm so excited to not only let you guys have a chance to listen to me as always, but now you get a chance to see the person behind the voice of the last four seasons of the Devil's State of My podcast. I'm so excited here. This is episode number one with the Prospects Challenge about to begin, kind of the Rookie camp is officially underway today. I'm recording this on Wednesday, September 13th. You guys are checking out this episode on Thursday, September 14th. And like I said, I'm so excited. This YouTube channel is going to be a lot of fun. Not only are we going to obviously post the episodes on here, but we are also going to be doing a lot of vlogs, especially at games that I'm going to be tending, not only at the Prudential Center, but also going to be doing a little bit of uh, away trips as well this season. Very much looking forward to all of that. But before we get into our episode today, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. I really greatly appreciate it. I thank you all so much for all the support, not just with listening to podcasts, but here on the YouTube channel as well. And also over on social media, as you can see in the top right corner, Facebook, Devil State of Mind, Instagram at Devil State of Mind, and over on Twitter, you follow us at Devils State, and this podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored as always by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And with the NFL season officially underway, college football is well going on. We are getting to the end of the Major League Baseball season and getting into the playoffs, and of course. The NHL is just around the corner. You already know that DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on this action, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Sign up and use our promo code down in the bottom here, THPN, and you can get yourself going right there. So again, use promo code THPN. And don't forget to tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. Also, shout out to SeatGeek for being the official ticketing sponsor of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And if you want to get yourself the best price tickets, you know, and they're just great for any single sporting event or concert, everything you got going on, go when you check out at SeatGeek. Make sure to use my promo code Devil's State of Mind to get $20 off your first purchase. Again, promo code is Devil's State of Mind. And last but certainly not least, a shout out to Horn to Tail of Napa Valley, the official wine club of your New Jersey Devils and also the official wine club of Devil's State of Mind podcast. And if you want some of the absolute best tasting wine and also the perfect bottles for the Devil's fan in your life, make sure when you check out to use promo code Devil's State to get 10% off every single order. Again, promo code is Devil's State. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a bunch to get to here on this first episode of Season 5 of the Devils State of Mind Podcast. We're going to start by talking about a former New Jersey Devil who was just inducted into the United States Hockey Hall of Fame. We are also going to talk about another former Devil who just recently this week uh, signed with a new team. He is no longer a part of the New Jersey Devils. We are also going to talk about the Devils bringing in a former Devil. Devil, who is now making his second stint in New Jersey, as well as bringing in someone on a professional tryout. And last but certainly not least, we are going to quickly preview the roster for the Devil's 2023 Prospects Challenge, and you are definitely not going to want to miss that. So, as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast, so let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So the first thing we're going to talk about here today is we're going to talk about former New Jersey Devils captain, Jamie Langenbrunner, who was just recently inducted into the, ho- the U.S. United States Hockey Hall of Fame last Friday. They announced their next nominees to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, including in the class of 2023, Dustin Brown, Brian Burke, referee Brian Murphy, Olympic champion Katie King-Crowley, and of course, former New Jersey Devils captain, Jamie Langenbrunner. He's a former second-round pick all the way back in 1993. And the Devils actually acquired Jamie Langenbrunner from the Dallas Stars on March 19, 2002. They also acquired Hall of Famer Joe Neuendijk in exchange for Jason Arnett, Randy McKay, and a 2002 first-round pick. And then Langenbrenner ended up staying with the Devils for nine seasons, playing in over, well over 500 games for New Jersey. He scored 142 goals and added 243 assists for 385 points in those 564 games he played with New Jersey. And in his career, he played in 1,109 games, and he played for the Stars, the Devils, and then lastly, the St. Louis Blues. The former forward finished his career with 243 goals, 420 assists for 663 points. And his best season of his career came in 2008-2009 with the Red and Black, in which he scored 29 goals and 40 assists for 69 uh, points. Very nice. Very nice indeed. He's also a two-time Stanley Cup champion. He won a Stanley Cup in 1999 with... The Dallas Stars, he also was a loser in the Stanley Cup Finals to his eventual next team, the New Jersey Devils, in the year 2000. In 23 uh, Stanley Cup playoff games in 1999, Langenbretter scored 10 goals and 17 points and acted as an integral piece of the Stars, claiming hockey's ultimate prize. And he's from Clotkett, Minnesota. I hope I said that right. I do apologize if any of you are from that area. And like I said, he won a second Stanley Cup in 2003, his second year in New Jersey, helping the Devils knock off the Anaheim Mighty Ducks in seven games. And he got two goals and an assist in the 2003 final. And over the course of the entire playoffs that year, he added 11 goals at eight and 18 points. Um, also Langenbrunner played an integral part in United States hockey on the Olympic stage. And that's a big reason why he's being honored so much by USA Hockey. Uh, he is a two-time Olympian and, like I said, former captain of New Jersey. And he played for Team USA at the Winter Olympics in 1998 in Nagano, Japan, and also in 2010 in Vancouver, British Columbia as well. And he was the captain of the United States uh, team in 2010 as uh, the United States lost in that Unfortunate golden goal that Sidney Crosby scored in the gold medal game and the United States finished with the silver medal that year. So yeah, Jamie Langenbrenner was, you know, like I said, he, he was a captain. He played a long time in New Jersey. He was one of those guys that when uh, he was acquired and brought in, and this is when obviously Lou Lamoriello was really in his heyday, really doing the Lou Lamoriello things that we have seen. Uh, Jamie Langenbrenner was just one of the many guys that just fell in love with playing in New Jersey, loved the system, loved just everything that was set up, and he became a long fixture in the Devils uh, organization for a very long time, and it's great that uh, he gets acknowledged on that uh, international stage. I think he also played in the IIHF World Championships a few times as well. So it's good to some degree he is being recognized um, on that international stage. So congratulations to former New Jersey Devil Jamie Langenbrunner on being one of the newest additions of the United States Hockey uh, Hall of Fame. So now let's shift to uh, the present day. And we are going to talk about the man they call Tuna, Tomas Tatar, who... Earlier this week, uh, found finally found a new team. He was a free agent for the longest time, and there have been constant reports about you know where is he going to go? Why is it taking this long? All these different things. I know a lot of Devils fans were very much hoping that maybe the Devils would bring him in, whether on a free agent contract or on a PTO. But in the end, one day after getting uh, a new agent, he actually hired a new agent uh, in this process, he finally found his new home. And we all kind of found out in a way by accident. Came through Colorado Hockey Now. It's a picture that showed Tomas Tatar on the ice At Colorado Avalanche practice, I guess a bunch of guys just practicing together, also along with former Devil, who went to uh, Colorado as well, and that is Miles Wood. And we got this word on Tuesday of this week that the Colorado Avalanche have officially agreed to a contract with Tomas Tatar, it is a one-year deal at just over $1 million. So Tomas Tatar's time with the New Jersey Devils ends after two years. He is currently 32 years of age. He finished last season 20 goals and 28 assists for 48 points as he was one of the handful of guys that played all 82 games last year in the regular season. Fun fact, though, he led the team and finished fifth in the NHL with a plus-plus minus a plus 41 that is pretty remarkable i do remember um bill spaulding and ken danico kind of talking about that about how he just seemed to be on the ice at the right time and i mean when you look at the amount of firepower that the devils had even last year You kind of understand why, but I think for Tatar, you know, he definitely found, you know, his footing in, especially in year two, I think year one kind of struggled a bit and granted the whole team did. And I remember when the Devils signed him, it was, it was definitely uh, an exciting thing because he was a guy that we felt like could definitely come in and help contribute offensively. And overall he did certainly last year, like a lot of guys did, he really, really stepped up. Um, He became only the second player in Devils history to score 20 or more goals with a plus 40 rating or better in a single season. The only other player was Patrick Elias in the 2000-2001 season. He's also one of four Devils to appear in every single regular season game. He finished sixth on the team in both points and goals, reaching the 20 goal mark for the seventh time in his career. That's pretty remarkable how many times he's done that. And he went to and he obviously he played in all 12 of the Devils' playoff games. As he ended up with just one goal and zero assists. So I think that was kind of probably the one knock on Tatar last year was the fact that he really didn't um, he didn't contribute a lot. When it came to the uh, the postseason and granted, there were a bunch of guys that obviously needed to step up, but it just wasn't the case. So in this situation, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay. You know, he obviously needed, um, he needed to step up, didn't. And now he gets another opportunity to go to another team with playoff aspirations, with championship aspirations, a team that just won the Stanley Cup not too long ago and now looking to make another run at that. And when you look at Tomas Tatar in the two seasons that he was here in New Jersey, he finishes with 35 goals, 43 assists for 78 Points. So obviously that is awesome. I think that's very solid, honestly. Now that I think about it, you know, it's like a, it's a decent amount. I think for him, the fact that he nearly reached a hundred points in less than two years, I think is pretty remarkable. And granted, like I said, you know, he did a lot more of his damage in year number two. Um, nonetheless, he became a fan favorite. A lot of guys, really, a lot of fans I spoke to really love the guy. And uh, obviously he will be missed. And as I always say, you know, once the devil. Always a devil. That's kind of how it goes, especially when you uh, you know ingratiate yourself with the fan base. I think that's really really important. So uh, again, we wish nothing but the best for Tomas Tatar. I know he actually um, he posted, he kind of re- retweeted um, the, not the thank you post that the Devils made for him, and he said. I want to thank everybody for my time in New Jersey. Really wish I could stick around, but uh, still wishing them nothing but the best moving forward. And we obviously wish nothing the best for Tuna, man. You know, he was very solid through the two years that he was in New Jersey. So again, Tomas Tatar finally finding a new home as he signs a one-year contract with the Colorado Avalanche. And his time in New Jersey comes to an end after the last two seasons. So now the Devils actually were a little bit busy A little bit busy um, here on Wednesday, September 13th. Again, we are also just a little bit less than a week away from the official start of training camp. So, again, like I said, Devils hockey right around the corner. But the Devils did bring in another goaltender. And it's somebody that a lot of Devils fans, certainly in my generation, know exactly who this man is. As the Devils have brought back the Emoji Man himself Keith Kincaid, is a signed him to a one-year deal on Wednesday, it's a one-year two-way contract worth $775,000 at the NHL level and just $350,000 at the AHL level. So this is obviously for some people kind of a nice reunion. I know that there are a lot of people that have choice words about Keith Kincaid, and I know that Keith Kincaid has reacted accordingly, particularly on social media. Uh, but nonetheless, he is back in New Jersey for his second stint. Now, before anybody starts to panic and, and wonders to themselves, is Keith Kincaid going to end up being the backup to VTech Vanacek? This season. I know that Darren Dreger earlier this year, back in July, mentioned that the Devils would quote, prefer for Akira Schmi to start the year down in Utica. But I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. Um, this is simply what I would call a depth move. This is an AHL move. Again, as we mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, Nico Dawes, another Devils prospect goaltender, he's out. With, uh, you know, obviously he's recovering from surgery. His surgery recovery time, he won't be available until Christmas time, potentially. So obviously the devils are a little bit thin. Uh, with the Utica comments. Now, they did sign Eric Schalgren uh, earlier this year, and this is a guy that can kind of go up and down between the AHL and NHL. I do think he will spend a lot of time in Utica, and I think then signing Keith Kincaid to this contract, I do think he ends up being more of a guy that you'll see way more down in Utica. I still think that Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmid is going to be the tandem going into the 2023-24 campaign, but... Devils are bringing in a familiar face. I don't remember if Tom Fitzgerald, I think he, yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely been here when the last time Keith Kincaid was here. And, and Kincaid has obviously been around a bunch. He went to Columbus after he was traded from New Jersey to the Blue Jackets. Been with several organizations. He was with the Rangers. He was with, uh, I think, Montreal as well. Um, I know he was most recently with the Boston Bruins. I think he played one game in Boston He hasn't played a ton of games in the NHL, played a lot of games in the AHL, and let's be honest. He's not very good at this point in terms of being an NHL goaltender. He's definitely had a lot more success being an AHL goaltender. So again, I would expect this to be more of just a depth move, a move for, you know, him to obviously play in Utica, get some obviously ice time and, and who knows, maybe he has to come up and try to win a couple games. I really hope that doesn't end up being the case. But nonetheless, uh, that is where we stand uh, with that. So again, like you know, they're bringing in a familiar face. Obviously, a lot of Devils fans, to an extent, know who Keith Kincaid is, and we'll see what he can do. And obviously, I'm sure he'll be at training camp, and it'll be interesting to see what he can uh, what he can do once training get training camp, excuse me, gets underway. So, Devils bringing back a familiar face as they bring back goaltender Keith Kincaid on a one-year contract on the veterans minimum. So, welcome back, Mr. Emoji Man himself, Keith Kincaid, to the New Jersey Devils. Now, like I mentioned, the Devils made multiple moves uh, within a couple minutes of each other. And I know I mentioned before about Tom Fitzgerald is a big fan of signing professional tryouts, giving guys who you know haven't earned an NHL contract yet an opportunity to at least you know get into training camp, make some noise, and maybe not necessarily get a contract from the team that they're playing for, but maybe earn a contract somewhere else. The most recent recent example of this for New Jersey is a couple of years ago, two seasons ago, when the Devils brought in Jimmy Vesey on a PTO and he ended up earning a contract out of training camp and played with the Devils the entire year. So, again, it is, you know, every time, it's, it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a contract um, out of being a PTO, but you never know. You might surprise some people and the Devils may find it. He also could sign a minor league deal with one of the uh, – one of the minor league teams as well. So, you know, a, a lot of different possibilities here. But the Devils did officially sign one PTL. This is the only one that we know at the moment. And they brought in Max Willman, a former Philadelphia Flyer, as he has been brought in on a professional tryout. He has spent the last four years as a member of the Philadelphia Flyers organization. He has mostly played with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. He's also got 50 games of NHL action under his belt, and he played in nine games last year with the Flyers. And throughout that time, woman has tallied just four goals and two assists for six points in that time. So, You know, this is an opportunity for, you know, another quote-unquote veteran guy to come in, try to make some noise, maybe push some other guys, because Tom Fitzgerald is very big on competition. He talks about it every year, that he wants guys to compete, not even just the young guys trying to, you know get roster spots but also the top guys as well. He wants everybody to challenge each other as much as possible so that, you know, they're ready to go and that they're, you know, performing at the highest level that they can because that type of competition ends up working out a lot once you get into the regular season and you're really kind of on your A game right away. So, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, there's not much to really say about Willman. He's a guy that's obviously going to be given a shot and let's see if he can earn a contract whether it's with New Jersey Or somewhere else. So, Devils bringing in Max Willman on a professional tryout. We'll see what he can do once training camp gets underway next week. And last but certainly not least, probably the biggest thing to obviously talk about here. And the main thing to talk about on this first episode of Season 5 of the Devils State of Mind Podcast. Is that Rookie Camp slash Prospects Challenge is officially underway starting on Technically, it started today here on Wednesday, but tomorrow, Thursday, the 14th of September will be kind of like the first day you'll get a chance to see guys practicing and things like that. Something to keep in mind. But the Devils did officially announce their roster as well. And just a little bit of information for those of you that are unsure. So again, today is the first day of Devils Rookie Camp slash Prospect Challenge. The official challenge, by the way, begins this upcoming Friday, September 15th. All games will be at the Lecom Harbor Center up in Buffalo, New York, the home, the practice home of the Buffalo Sabres. The Devils will be joined by the hometown Buffalo Sabres, Boston Bruins, Montreal Canadians, Ottawa Senators, and Pittsburgh Penguins, as those will be the other participating teams in the challenge. Every single team will play three games. All games for the Devils are going to be streamed live on NewJerseyDevils.com in a promotional partnership with MSG Network. So I'm um, Kind of curious to know who's going to end up calling those games. I don't think it'll end up being Bill Spaulding because I know Bill is currently doing some college football for ESPN. I would imagine it's going to be our boy Sam Kassan probably calling that. Uh, I know Chris Westcott obviously left the organization for another opportunity somewhere else. So be interesting, very interesting. Maybe it's Sam Kassan and Amanda Stein. I know Amanda will certainly be there. So let's keep an eye on that. Here is also the schedule for the Devils' um, three games for this challenge. So, first game is Friday, September 15th, uh, when the uh, Devils take on the Ottawa Senators. That game will be at noon. Then they play on Saturday against the hometown Buffalo Sabres, Saturday night, the 16th, 7 p.m. And their last game of the challenge will be Monday, September 18th at 10 a.m. against the Boston Bruins, and then that's it. And then that's an up, op- and this is a really good opportunity for a lot of young guys to get themselves an opportunity to showcase themselves and you know give the organization a chance to kind of look and see what they got a little bit more. And uh, we should also mention the big part is that the Devils did announce the roster for this challenge, and so I'm gonna read to you who is on here, and I think there's some names that'll definitely get you excited. So we have for the forwards, Cole Brown, Graham Clark, Philip Angris, Josh Philman, TJ Friedman, Brian Halonen, Michael Horth, Timur Ibrahimov, Jace Isley, Eric Middendorf, Xavier Perrant, Cam Squires, and Chase Stillman. Chase Stillman is a guy you're going to want to keep your eye on. The Devils' other uh, first-round pick a couple years ago in the same draft that they got Luke Hughes. Now... Let's shift over to the defenseman. This is where it gets exciting. You got Colin Felix, Santeri Hitaka, Luke Hughes. We were not sure if Luke Hughes was going to be a part of this prospects challenge, but he is going to get his, he's going to be a part of this, which is awesome. Will McKinnon, Daniel Missuel, Simo Nemich. So Nemich is going to get another opportunity. I'm excited for that. Oscar Plandowski and to Pius Now, I should also mention that some of these guys are not with the Devils organization per se. They are guys that are on like tryouts and maybe just opportunities even for Utica to kind of look at some other young guys and say, hmm, maybe these are guys that we could consider bringing in for the comments. Now, here is something really exciting. I think you guys are going to like this. The Devils are going to be rocking with three goaltenders. Tyler Brennan, who is a uh, Devils draft pick, Isaac Poulter, who I had a chance to see play a little bit both in with the Adirondack Thunder and the Utica Comets, a very solid one, and Riley Mercer. Now, if that last name isn't obvious, that is the younger brother of Dawson Mercer. So once again, just like with obviously the Hughes brothers, um, Jesper Brett's brother, Philip Brett playing here, uh, I feel like I'm missing one that's important, but nonetheless, Now we get the Mercer brothers. So yes, Riley Mercer, the younger brother of Dawson, is a goaltender and he is going to be a part of this prospect's challenge. Be interesting to see if he does play and what he can do. My guess is that obviously you're carrying three netminders, you have three games. I would imagine that you're going to see each of these goaltenders play one game. I think that's only fair, right? So yeah, some really intriguing guys you want to kind of keep your eye on. I think from the forward perspective, the guys that stand out to me the most are Graham Clark, who is most likely going to get an invite to training camp and is a guy that could certainly compete for one of those few roster spots in the forward group that we have. I think also looking at uh, Chase Stillman, who is a guy that is considered to be kind of one of our top prospects at this point, a guy who is a scrappy player that can also score some goals here or there. He's definitely developing into a leader. You saw it during development camp earlier this summer. This is a guy. And, and remember, Stillman couldn't play during the devil's uh, prospect camp development camp. So this he'll definitely get his first shot, you know, here, you know, this season, you know, competing with a bunch of other guys and, Really, the other guy that stands out to me is Josh Philman, who had a really, really good development camp, had a tremendous year last year in the WHL. He was literally the second best goal scorer in the WHL besides Connor Bedard. Which, granted, the the stats between Philman and Bedard is a wide range, but nonetheless, Philman had a phenomenal year. Also, my guy Daniel Amoya a.k.a. Devils.Report on Instagram. He wrote a really good article earlier this year on Josh Filman over on the Hockey Writers. Definitely recommend you go check that out. And really all of the articles that are over on the Devils sub-stack for the Hockey Writers. I also, myself, am a writer for the Hockey Writers covering New Jersey Devils. So really excited. Make sure you guys go check out uh, all the articles I put out. I'm going to put out another one on Friday. So make sure you check out that. And also make sure to check out my articles for Big Apple Hockey. Just just posted a new one um, on Wednesday, so I highly recommend you go check that out as well. Now, getting back to the roster. Defense, obviously the two guys that stand out are Luke Hughes and Simone Nemich. Now, with Luke Hughes, it's pretty much a guarantee that he's going to be on the Devils roster going into 2023 24. Really excited to see what he can do in his first full year in the NHL. Obviously, he had a lot of flair for the dramatics in the regular and postseason. In the short time he was in, he was playing with New Jersey. And then Simone Nemec. And the thing that's so interesting is that. Tom Fitzgerald basically said without saying that Nemec is probably not making the team out of training camp. Granted, he could very much, you know, take his game to a huge level and make it impossible for the Devils to give up to send him back down. But I think the plan is is that the Devils want to keep Nemec down for another year in Utica, his second full year playing in North America, and uh, just continue to develop. He was part of the inaugural AHL prospect team. He had a really, really good world junior championships. He also played well in the world championships. This kid loves to play hockey at any sort of level right now. And I'm telling you that this kid is special. He has the chance to be a top flight defenseman in this league over time. And so I'm really excited to see what he could do, not just in this prospect challenge, but also Once we get underway in training camp next week, he's going to be one of the few young guys that is going to probably be at training camp. And then obviously with the goaltending, really interested to see what Tyler Brennan can do. He's a guy that another North American goaltender that the Devils are very high on. One that was considered one of the top North American goaltenders in his draft class. And so he also did play for Team Canada in the most recent World Junior uh, Championships. Um, So he obviously has a ton of experience. And I'm curious to see what he does. Riley Mercer... For nothing else other than the fact that he's Dawson's little brother, kind of curious to see what he can do. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep my eye on everybody. Um, I remember a couple years ago, I think it was 2019 actually, it was the first time I really got a chance to watch Fabian Zetterlin play. And he was in that prospects challenge. I think he scored three or four goals in the entire challenge. It was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And that's really kind of where I kept my eye, I started to keep my eyes on Fabian Zetterlin. And now he's worked his way to becoming a full time NHL player, first in New Jersey, and now over with the San Jose Sharks. So, yeah, guys, over the next couple of days, you are going to finally be able to see a little bit of Devils hockey as we get just much closer to the beginning of training camp. And we are just getting underway with Season 5 of the Devils State of Mind podcast. Not just where you listen to the podcast, but also right here on YouTube. I'm so excited for this season, man. I'm excited for all the possibilities with the podcast, with the YouTube channel, and so much more. So much to get excited about. So make sure you like it, subscribe here on YouTube, and go subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts as well. And Devils fans, we're back, baby. And I'm so excited for this season of New Jersey Devils Hockey. Football is back in full swing with another week of Epic Games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code THPN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8 Hope-Y or text Hope-Y to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See Sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.